0: I am terrified, and I know I will die this way, of getting a paper cut on my eyeball. It's gonna happen, and I work in the film industry where there are paper signs everywhere. They're gonna cut my f-ing eye. I'm gonna leak ocular fluid down my cheeks. It's gonna go into my mouth, and I will perish. I will diminish. Welcome to Your Weirdest Fears. I'm your host, Larry Mullins, and I agree with today's submission. I do not want anything or anybody getting too close to my eyes. The eye's pretty impressive when it comes to protecting itself. They have lashes and lids for keeping things out, along with tears to flush out irritants. Still, two and a half million people suffer from eye injuries every year. Well, the good news is that experts say wearing protective eye gear which is logic, can prevent 90% of these injuries. Our listener mentioned worrying about his workplace. Over 2,000 folks injure their eyes each day while at work, and up to 20% of them end up with permanent vision loss. Yikes! But why does an eye injury creep us out more than a broken leg or even a punctured liver? Well, let's turn to the big screen now. Think about how gory it is to see eyeballs get punctured, poked, and pried in a horror film. Well, to help us understand this, I'm talking with David Tolchinski, who's a filmmaker, and he's a professor Over at Northwestern University, he teaches a class, in fact, all about writing horror for the screen. Professor Cholstinsky, first off, eyes are used to express emotion in films. Why is this technique especially important in horror? you
1: understand people from their eyes. It's not just what people say, it's whether they're making eye contact or not, tells you what they're really feeling. So if I say, I love you, but I'm looking away, you know that I'm hiding a secret and
0: I'm not telling the truth. Well, if you say I love you and look away, I'm gonna fall more in love. It's more of a challenge. Okay. But that for another time and another day. So our listeners super creeped out about the idea of their eye getting cut. It's interesting though, they mentioned they work in the film industry. Because especially in the horror genre, we see a lot of eyeball trauma. You think that might be connected? Well, you know,
1: I can't talk about the kind of safety aspects of of eyeballs in the film industry, except that we all know that we've heard the expression, eyes are the windows to the souls. And if your eyes are destroyed, there is that fear of being obliterated, although our viewers who are not sighted might... um, have something else to say. I think what's really at the base of this, and let me say to this viewer, I think this is a fantastic question. And I think it gets back to mythology and I think it gets back to Freud and a, a sexual desire. So if you remember Oedipus, uh, when Oedipus realized he had been sleeping with his mother, he gouged out his own eyes. Stop it. It's true. <laughs> so I think if you look at horror movies uh, that have eye injuries, there's usually a sexual component to the plot, so you know, Peeping Tom is a movie where a guy is supposedly filming a woman, but she looks terrified, and you realize that his camera has a giant knife sticking out of it. So he's interested in the in her seeing her own death, but ov- obviously that kind of knife thing is a is a sexual uh, object. So so I think if you look at a lot of horror films, there is some kind of sexual. I am desiring you, and then I feel guilty so you have to die. So if you look at Psycho and movies like that, it's all about mixing sexuality up with violence.
0: So this whole podcast is about a blind, sexy person doctor. (laughs) That's true. So the person then who shared this weird fear with us is concerned that there are signs all over the place. Paper signs, that is. Telling you about craft services this way, set number two is this way, and a fear that, you know, oh my goodness, I'm going to get a paper cut in my eye. Does that sound in in sync with what you were just sharing? The fear
1: of being injured is that's a real workplace fear. And, and I think the thing of safety first and uh, eye injuries are very serious. That sh- should not be taken lightly. But when you talk about eye injuries being represented in horror films, I think we're on the realm of talking about kind of sexual, psychological desire. So I don't want to collude the two. You know what, Doc? What scares
0: you? A scary eye moment in a movie.
1: I thought the, the moment, and this isn't a horror film, but Game of Thrones where Gregor crushes the eyes of his opponent. And it's just because it came out of nowhere. And again, it's like treating a head like a, uh, it's a pumpkin. And I think it's not just eye crushing. It's the lack of eyes is very disturbing. So alien, a creature that has no eyes. It's really disturbing because we think something should have an eye and then we're just focusing on the teeth. And it's all about this, this creature creature. creature has no soul. I can't look
0: at it. He can't look at me. It's just this thing that wants to kill me. How about you? I'm with you. Um, You hit it on the head. One of my favorite films, of course, was Alien. I couldn't get past the teeth, actually, to really notice the eyes. I figured, okay, it doesn't need eyes. It's, you know, it's got sensors or something going on in those teeth. And I hate to keep hitting the Freudian note, but that's the fear of the vagina with teeth. (laughs) Like, that creature is just a big old, like... You know what? You, you keep this up. We're talking about blind people who are sexual and now the vagina with teeth. We're going to have to move this show. We're going to have to move this to some X-rated channel if you keep this up, professor. <laughs> yeah. Say, listen, so why so why do you think seeing these eye torture scenes gets under people's skin so much? I'm also thinking about
1: the, the movie Clockwork Orange where he's forced to keep his eyes open and see things you know forced to see something and i think that's a really disturbing idea for us because we because eyes you can shut your eyes that you have control over what you look look at and what you don't look at and i think something disturbing is having that control taken taken away so having your eyes pushed open but also what you we've been talking about is also having your eyes destroyed and suddenly your choice is taken away
0: you've seen jordan peele's uh movie nope he really uses the eye the eyes can say a lot of things and we see a lot more and more and more than happening in movies where they just throw away the script and just let the eyes tell the story
1: his movie is based on the creature will attack you if you look at it and so the the power of being looked at or looked at, and how that relates. If you look at if you look at me, you're eyeballing me. You're you have too much power. And also, I, if you see me, I see you, and I want to destroy you. So it's that movie is so complex it made me think about power and race and
0: uh, I recommend it highly. So typically uh, on this particular podcast, you know, we invite guests in, you know, who help people to get over their phobias. We know you're not a medical doctor or psychologist or anything like that, but because of the unique craft that you have, uh, the producers thought this would be great to have him talk about eyes and what they communicate and why people are so fearful of them. That said, as somebody who understands how media has contributed to this fear, what can someone do today who's afraid of, of getting their eyes injured? Should they just not go to a horror film and plant that in their brains? And should they just not get jobs in that profession that, that cultivate this idea of, of squishing eyes and that sort of thing?
1: first of all, they should absolutely get a job in the film industry. It's fantastic. It's a wonderful industry, but they should feel safe and to make sure that their workplace is safe. In terms of the fear of getting eyes gouged, I mean, that again, I'm not a a therapist, but I think sometimes exposing yourself to the fear. So seeing horror films and like, oh, it's just a movie. Oh, I can look at that as sometimes a technique that's helpful to people, but that's a personal choice. Sometimes you just want to avoid the thing that you're, I'm afraid of bears and I'm afraid of heights. Uh, So do I hang out with bears? (laughs) Not particularly, but will I go on a hike because it's worth seeing something beautiful, even if I'm afraid? Sure. So um, you might try seeing movies that are not terribly stressful or traumatic and see how it goes. Also going with someone who isn't as afraid, who can talk you through and say, hey, it's just a movie Um, that might help. But again, I'm not a therapist. And that's just me.
0: A final thought. Is there such a thing as love at first sight, given all that you've shared with us? I saw my wife of 32 years on the
1: first day of film school. And I said that I was just immediately attracted to her. I don't know if that's love at first sight, but I knew
0: that this person was someone I wanted to get to know. So I don't know. So you guys were squishing eyeballs together and cutting people's eyes out. And you fell in love. And we fell in love. That's amazing. Thanks, Dr. David. And thank you, everybody, for listening to Your Weirdest Fears. I want to know your fears, so share them, man. You could be featured in the podcast. Email us at your weirdest fears at odyssey.com. That's your weirdest fears at odyssey.com. You can also send it to us, of course, on social. Pull out your phone and tap the episode description, and you'll find all the ways you can send us what you are afraid of. If you're enjoying the show, please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. And you can find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast your weirdest fears is a production of 1010 wins and wcbs news radio 880 our special thanks to producers jill webb and dempsey palat andy egan thorpe is over there he's our audio engineer femi redwood is the managing producer of podcast tim shell is the wcbs news radio 880 brand manager and ben Meverack is the 1010 wins brand manager and i i'm larry mullins your host thanks for listening